to the FBC Global Missions Podcast, and my name is Jim Poole, one of the missions pastors at Fellowship Bible Church, and we're going to continue on with our series um, talking about the, the Knowing God lessons that we use uh, in FBC missions, and just again for uh, things that we mentioned before, um, it's just so important for us to come to the the full knowledge of God. And it's so easy for us to study through the scriptures and miss the main character of the Bible, which is God himself. And in FBC missions, we, through the years, God has led us to um, just use some lessons that go through the scriptures, just looking at, looking at the Bible and seeing God for how he has revealed himself to be, and God and who he has revealed himself to be. We've gone all around the world with our global family, and we've been sharing that, uh, and our global family is sharing it with, with people in the area uh, where they are ministering. And so today we have with us Hanson and Augustine from Hosur in Southern India. And we have Cedric, who is in South Africa. And we have Michael, who is in Zambia. And I've asked these guys if they would uh, share with us about a couple things. How, you know, how is to have the lessons, you know, impacted um, their lives personally as, you know, they've uh, read through them, studied through them, looking at the scriptures from that perspective. And then how are they using them? in their ministry and what impact have they seen, you know, in using them uh, in, in the ministry where they are. So why don't we start off with Hanson? And uh, we've had Hanson on the podcast with us uh, recently and um, in a number of different times. So Hanson, thank you for uh, joining us again for this topic of uh, just knowing God and, and, um, and the lessons that, that the Lord's led us to put together. So, so share with us a little bit about about the lessons and what they've meant to you and how, how you're using them. Um, yeah, thank you, Tim, for this uh, opportunity to, um, to talk to all our friends in Fellowship Bible Church and probably even people who are not part of uh, FBC who are listening to this uh, podcast. So, um, I'm so thankful for this opportunity, and uh, I bring greetings to you from from India. Uh, and uh, about this uh, lesson, first we uh, came to know about this lesson when we were uh, studying uh, at Asian Christian Academy, the seminary at Hosu, uh, where Pastor Tim McManical uh, he came and he introduced the Creation to Christ um, series of lessons. Uh, and then later, when Pastor um, Scott McManigan uh, introduced uh, a new version of this creation to Christ uh, as knowing God series. Uh, uh, first, for me personally, it uh, helped me to understand the Bible in a meaningful way. Uh, because in Luke 24, 44, uh, Jesus Christ has said that uh, the prophet uh, the Psalms or the writings of Moses uh, was talking about um, me. 
Um, but sometimes when we have a plain reading of the Old Testament, uh, we may not focus on what uh, God is doing. Rather, we may focus on the characters. We may be captured by uh, Noah being the righteous person in the world or Joseph uh, escaping the temptation or Moses being such a charismatic uh, leader. So, uh, no, like, I, I mean, I was, I was taught in a way that we should learn all the good things from these characters and follow them. Uh, but sometimes when we look into the scripture carefully, these characters are not um, uh, perfect human beings to be uh, followed. Uh, and there is a purpose for God in letting these characters in the scripture. Um, so uh, when we got introduced to this lesson, every lesson in Knowing God series was pointing to the person and work of Christ. Uh, how can we read Moses in the light of who Jesus is. Uh, then that gave us a greater understanding of uh, Moses in the entire program of God, um, that um, he was actually leading people to um, Christ. So that's, uh, that's the first thing that I personally enjoy. So now when I read the Bible, uh, I'm able to see God in every page of the uh, scripture. Uh, then, um, then when, 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 it, when I started to learn the scripture in a meaningful way, um, seeing Christ uh, in the scriptures, uh, the first thing that happened in me was I was freed from the bondage of uh, legalism, where I was under the impression that I need to please God with my behavior or with my good words. And um, sometimes I was seeing God like a very angry person who is always interested in finding fault with my life and if there is any shortcoming in my life, I cannot uh, uh, go to him. Um, so uh, sometimes my spiritual life was like a burden. I was just carrying a burden on my back. Um, then when we came to know about this lesson, the lessons are focused on what God is doing through the lives of sinful people. Um, he, he qualifies us uh, through the death and resurrection of his uh, son, our faith in his son, Jesus Christ. And now when I come to God, I don't come to him uh, based on my performances. God, these are my performances, so you should be happy with me. But I come to God uh, in Christ. Lord, I come to you. I know that I'm totally unworthy to come to you, but I know that you love me and you have showed your love to sending your son to this world. Uh, so I started to enjoy a re new relationship with with God, like uh, he is my father and he understands me completely and he's willing to work with all my um, uh, sins, my weaknesses and my shortcomings. So that again, uh, it, it gave me a new understanding of spirituality, like just like the way I relate to my parents, um, uh, no, God relates uh, with me. Uh, so that, that bondage of legalism was uh, gone because I was raised up in a, um, in a reformed uh, Baptist uh, uh, tradition where uh, they gave so much importance for the Ten Commandments of the Old Testament. Um, and every sermon was one way or the other pointing to uh, a moral and ethical upright before God. It was not focused on how God uh, accepts us through Christ. So that's a great... Um, 
transformation that happened in my life. So I'm, I started enjoying my walk uh, with, with God. Um, then uh, it, also I had um, some very bad uh, experiences in my childhood days. Um, uh, so those childhood memories were always uh, haunting uh, me. And uh, it was pointing to me like uh, you're unworthy you're you're guilty and nobody likes you kind of like uh, i was i always try to isolate myself from people trying to be in a uh, shell and i always felt like no what if this person knows about what happened to me in my childhood days that uh, they may start hating me um, but uh, when i learned about the grace of god through this lesson you no know, I, I i came to a realization that god knows me completely and he accepts me just as I am, mm. uh, and so that 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 really changed the way I relate to people uh, socially. Um, mm. Now I know that okay, whatever happened in the past is past. Now God is always calling for a new life, uh, a new beginning. And um, then being a pastor, uh, I remember like the before I really started uh, learning and teaching this uh, knowing God lesson. I used to get upset with people. No, why people are not changing? Why? No, we, we have our own expectations on people. Um, mm -hmm. And I get frustrated. Sometimes I'll get angry. Sometimes I'll get upset with people. Um, then I came to a realization how God is patient, like how he works through eternity. Like he's not limited by time. And uh, then he also uses all our life experiences, our shortcomings to teach us who he is. Uh, so that helped me to be uh, compassionate um, and to be kind to people. And uh, as God slowly transforms me, uh, and I can also wait for God's timing on different people, uh, the way God uh, leads them. So I, it, it helped me to trust the people whom I disciple uh, in the hands of God. Um, and I don't get, uh, nowadays I don't get disturbed or frustrated if I, uh, if I don't see the changes I expect uh, in them, because I know that God has his own timing of uh, dealing with people. Mm. So those are some of the um, very personal impacts that uh, helped me. So I remember I, when I wrote to uh, Pastor Tim McManical you know, for his uh, uh, parable, I told him, like, um, I, as I was growing up, because of all the uh, childhood hurts I had in my life, I was such an angry uh, in, in man and God used these lessons to uh, tame me so now mm -hmm. if I could have a good family being a good husband being a good father or um, uh, do the pastoral ministry with love care and compassion it's all because of these lessons that taught me about a loving gracious merciful God um, mm -hmm. who patiently works in my um, life um, so I I Praise God for the lessons that He has given to us through Fellowship Bible Church. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. Anson, thank you for sharing that. Um, over the past number of uh, either months or years, um, have you had the opportunity to use them in your ministry there? I know that you were in uh, Hosur for a while and then. Um, Augustine's here with us today. Um, maybe we can let Augustine share, 
you know, how they've been used in host or, but, but um, and also then you move the Namakal uh, to help your dad and his church. Um, so how have you been able to use them in Namakal and, and um, uh, in different ministries? And if so, uh, how have you seen, uh, what's, what's the response been? How, what, what's, the, what's the benefit been from using them in the ministry? Yeah, um, uh, I think uh, I would start with how we started um, beginning to teach these lessons in Forsul. Um, okay. I don't remember the exact uh, uh, year, but it was in one of the conferences at Thailand uh, where we were able to come uh, with our families um, for the first time. Uh, Court was uh, talking to us about uh, this knowing God uh, lessons, and uh, uh, he asked us a question like, uh, "What do you, means we we met several times of a week at Hosul uh, Church, and he asked us a question: What do you teach in all this uh, uh, meeting? Um, so um, we were not following a, a focused chronological way of teaching the scripture at that point of time. We were teaching book by book after book. Uh, so he challenged us, why can't you um, try this one? Because we were presenting uh, a few issues that we are facing at the Hosul Church at the time. Um, mm-hmm. Then he said, if you, instead of addressing all those problems thematically, uh, why can't you start teaching the scripture chronologically from Genesis to um, uh, Revelation, like through the Knowing God lessons? And it will address every aspect of a uh, uh, spiritual problem that a church has. Um, so while coming back, you know, in the airport or in the airplane when we were traveling, you know, uh, I, uh, Saji and Agustin were thinking that, oh, this may work um, in, 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 in Scotland, I mean, I'm sorry, in Thailand where uh, uh, people are living in a place without electricity in a remote village. Uh, but we are serving an urban population and it, 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 may, it may not work with us. So for the next one month, you no, know, I remember like all three of us will we 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 were we were discussing about uh, what God um, asked us to do. Um, then finally we said, okay, why don't we give it a try? Okay, this man, uh, you no, know, is talking to us again and again about this lesson. Why why can't we give it to give it a try? So then, for the next uh, five to six years, we spent on uh, teaching the lessons chronologically one after another. And uh, first of all, it trans- we were seeing the lessons, learning and teaching was transforming our life as pastors, the way we approach the ministry, the way we approach the church. Then immediately the church started growing bigger and, uh, and, and, and bigger, not, not only in, um, I don't mean by, like just number, but also in, uh, in people who are maturing in Christ. Um, uh, so then after we were well established in uh, with the Hostel Bible Church, um, uh, my, myself and Augustine, we were visiting Namakal on uh, weekends to um, uh, teach a few people from the church. Um, then uh, this church was established by the British missionaries uh, in the 1890s. Uh, so it's like a fourth generation uh, church. Um, and the church was about to have a split uh, over the issue of the property left by the uh, British missionaries. Mm-hmm. And it was so serious. And my dad, uh, uh, 
who was a heart patient, he also had a, a kidney failure. So he has to go through this dialysis. So uh, he was not able to um, like uh, spend more time in, in teaching the congregation. So the church requested, why can't you, uh, we used to come only on Saturday. So they requested, why can't you help on Sundays too? Uh, so um, then this time, uh, we had no second thought. I discussed the same with Pastor G and uh, Pastor Augustine, and they said, let's start teaching knowing God uh, in Namakis. Um, so, especially the first lessons are from Genesis, it talks about uh, the family struggles uh, with Jacob, Joseph, and how they were able to overcome it because they, their eyes were focused on God in the person and character of God. So, even before we finished uh, uh, Genesis, um, both the parties who are creating trouble, they got reconciled. Hmm. And uh, uh, means like, this is not a simple problem. Both of them were fighting in the high court of the state. Uh, then they are willing to say that we are not going to trust it anymore. We are going to leave it in the hands of God. Hmm. Um, that was something like uh, I never um, expected even God would do. And again, I never addressed that issue even one time in those first uh, few months. We just studied through the lesson. Um, then after that, we came to, uh, we, are, we are doing it for four years. So now we are in the book of Romans. We are going to complete the book of Romans. When I was teaching through Exodus, you know, there is a lesson on what's the place of law uh, in the scripture, uh, in the light of who God is. Now, why God gave the law and how it is uh, applicable for us today. Um, you know, so many people, even uh, the, the, the woman who, 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 who died today and we buried, she's 83 years old. And uh, some of the people who really appreciated the lessons were elderly people who are about like 70 or in their 80s. Mm -hmm. They said, um, you know, we were always with a burden in our heart that will we ever get to heaven? Because mm -hmm. some of our shortcomings were always in front of our eyes. But now we understand that it's not based on what we have done. It's based on what Christ has done. So now we are sure that we are going to heaven. No? Mm, this, is, this is something that people who are coming to church for nearly 30 or 40 years. And, mm. and even I did not address the uh, security of salvation when I was preaching through the law because in the lessons which comes much later when we are going to teach Romans, we talk about the security of our salvation. Um, so in the, in the past four years, the church is enjoying um, real peace. And uh, then the other thing is like um, the, the Baptist setup that was established here is the pastor will do all the ministry, but the people will be enjoying the service and their duty ends by paying their tithes and offerings to the church. That's the kind of uh, relationship. But um, one of the key passages that we had in Hosur is Ephesians chapter 4, verses uh, 11 and 12, where um, you know, God gave the gifted people to the church to equip the saints to the ministry. Um, so in this four years, uh, we were able to create a Sunday school team uh, uh, who are teaching the creation through Christ lessons to the children. And now... No more the pastor needs to teach the Sunday school, but we have a group of people who teach the children Sunday school, youth Sunday school. Uh, 
then also like uh, we were able to develop a team to um, team for evangelism so we are working in two villages that does not have uh, any christian population or church in it um, so they go consistently to these villages for evangelism and uh, uh, leading people to uh, christ so um, the, the the next major change we have seen in this four years is that um, people have started really involving uh, in the ministry because they know uh, who god is and uh, even us without asking them to do something they come to me and ask no oh, pastor i want to do something no um uh, then i ask him what what is the concern that god is giving in your heart now, i don't want to tell you you go do this you go do that but i know there are so many needs in our church so someone will come and tell me pastor i want to teach the children someone will tell pastor i want to go and help the village uh, ministry uh, or even this uh, covid relief work that we did um, uh, for several months during this covid and none of the works i was personally involved in it so we 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 are asked for people who are willing to do it and we, so as a church it, it became a vibrant dynamic uh, community of god's people uh, then being a passive ritualistic way of uh, functioning um, so for the past four years uh, it's been a journey <laughs> and uh, i'm really excited like even when preaching through roman one of our church elders last year we had uh, so much of conflict with him that i and jocelyn were thinking that we cannot continue here anymore we have to go back to hosur mm. and um, you know uh, the, the leaders in hosur were praying about it and then um, pastor sajji advised me that uh, uh, you don't get involved in any debates you just keep on teaching the lessons let's see what god is doing mm-hmm. and uh, by the time we completed the nine chapters of uh, romans from the lessons uh, now this person you know who um, was so much holding on to the teachings of law and he thought i'm a anti uh, law person Uh, but when i was teaching through romans we had so many places where there is connection between law gospel and christ um mm. and now he himself is transformed like he himself feels free he's like 62 years old person mm. and uh then now he has become a great ministry partner to me like uh, mm. uh, no wherever i he, he would like to come with me and help uh, the best possible way so um it's been four years a great uh, i would say it's a really adventurous journey of uh, knowing god and letting him know among people awesome thank you hansen and um you know getting to know god like what you're saying um leads us into you know the deeper relationship with him and and that and then then what you're sharing there of the of the service of people and time it comes the service is out of a relationship and not out of duty or obligation and boy that's mm-hmm. you know as a pastor and as someone who is ministering in the situation in the area where you are to see people um serving out of the joy of the relationship because of the intimate relationship with God that they have have grown in and not out of duty or obligation that's just got to be a, a wonderful uh thing for you to be able to 
to walk in. So, um, so thank you for sharing there, Hanson. We really, really appreciate that. And um, we have another uh, guest just getting ready to join us, um, Joshua from Nigeria. So he's going to be uh, joining us as well. But why don't we um, have Michael Boone? Um, uh, Michael, uh, you're in Zambia, and um, and so why don't you share with us, Michael, um, about uh, just you know what what have the lessons meant to you um, you know over the past number of years, and and um, yeah, just just share with us some. Um, my wife and here, my wife and I are here as missionaries in Zambia, and um, we're teaching uh, pastors and youth leaders, um, especially pastors who have not been able to go to Bible school, and um, we've been teaching um, the Knowing God lessons um, the past four years uh, here in Zambia. But we started uh, teaching them in Congo, uh, where we also minister in Mubashi, uh, about 2014 or so. And so one of the things for, for me, um, my uh, learning style is that I, I, I learn when I do stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, it, so as I teach, I'm learning. As I teach, I, I gain new insights, you know, in, in, in um, the word of God. And so one of the things that really has hit me uh, time and time again, um, in a new way, has been that God has been wanting to communicate, you know, that mm -hmm. God has been wanting to be able to communicate with us. And so, and seeing uh, the context of the word of God in a new light, you know, in terms of the lessons that are mentioned in uh, Colossians and I think it's first Peter or something like that. But one of the things that um, looking at, uh, and even the, when uh, it talks about the authorial or tent, you know, what is it that God's trying to get across um, to uh, the reader? And um, for some reason, I don't remember, you know, um, encountering that before. Um, or in that way, maybe just because I'm in a different place in the world right now, uh, a different way of looking at things, maybe older. Um, and so, but it really has hit me, but it also really has um, impacted me in terms of, as I see um, people who are hungry for the word of God, and uh, even people that are sometimes resistant as they're going to the lessons, as we're teaching the lessons. You have to see like this light bulb going off in their, in their mind, in their mm -hmm. eyes that they're getting it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And it's really is, um, you know, making an impact. And so, and so there is like two avenues that I'm learning. One, eternally, uh, mm -hmm. as I'm teaching, as you know, it's, it's changing. Uh, or adapting uh, my viewpoints biblically. And then two, as I'm seeing uh, it transform the lives of the people that we're teaching as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are pastors, often senior pastors who have been teaching um, for a number of years, who have been pastoring churches 
some of them uh, large churches, some of the, I mean, large terms of here, 200, 300 people. But, um, and seeing how um, the material has changed, um, how they view um, the word of God and how they view ministry as well. Mm -hmm. One of the, um, the things that has been so impactful for me um, was a friend of mine, one of the Zambian pastors. And um, he uh, was in this area for as a church planter, um, a new area. And, you know, he, he, he's a, you know, a Baptist uh, missionary, a Baptist church planter in that area. And so when he was reading um, uh, the knowing guys, we were being, as they were teaching it, one of the things I, I saw him, I guess more peace, you know, um, and more understanding. And um, he used to read certain, certain sections of, of, the, of the knowing God over and over again before mm -hmm. he went to bed, you know, to give mm -hmm. him more insight, to give him more clarity, you know, when he's going through a, a difficult time, he would read certain sections of the knowing God material to be able to help him, um, you know, and then I remember another comment uh, from uh, one of the pastors that we've been uh, training. And he says, you know, I've been planting churches for 10 years now, mm -hmm. but I know who this God is now, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it, it, you know, it just, um, it really uh, has um, opened uh, avenues of understanding uh, to many. Um, and so there are so many stories uh, that I can share, you know, for example, I think about um, uh, Pastor Stephen, uh, who uh, is here in Lusaka. Um, one of the training classes that we do have. And um, uh, he reads it, he teaches it on, on Sunday, and now he's trying to be able to get uh, it more in, um, being done, being taught within his denomination as well, because he's seen the impact you know, of the lessons on what he's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about um, um, Pastor Kaka, who is up in Lawancha and we have a training site up there and he is um, bicycling an hour to get to uh, this new church plan where he's teaching, but he's also teaching the knowing God material as well, you know, on his own, you know, because he sees that it has impact. He sees how it's, it's, it's transforming people, you know, and so, um, and so as I said, it, it's, it's, it's it's impacting uh, many lives here. Um, I just keep thinking about um, God keeps bringing people to us yeah. to teach. Uh, and I just, I don't know how. One day we got a, um, there was a knock on the door. You know, we were, you know, my wife and I were, you know, um, um, getting ready for bed or just in the, in the, in, in the evening. And um, there was a, 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 a missionary from India who just happened to say, I, I saw you from afar, you know, I just want to be able to come in and introduce myself, you know. And so he's been cultivating a relationship uh, since that time. 
And so um, we recently started uh, um, uh, teaching to knowing God with him as well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and here he's a missionary, but he's you know he uh, and, but he's 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 wanting more uh, of the Word of God. And so as um, we're teaching, he said, huh, you, you can see his remarks. He, he's, he's, he's seeing things differently. You know, he's writing these notes down because, he, you know, he, he's not encountered those things before. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is that I see um, so many opportunities that how God is transforming people's lives, you know. And so in a major way is that we're seeing is that God is open doors to persons of peace, people that God's gone before, mm -hmm. who have a hunger um, to know God more, to be able to uh, be trained. And mm -hmm. as we go down those avenues, you know, that God's opened up, you know, it's unleashed more people that need to be trained as well. And so that has contributed to um, uh, training centers in four of the uh, Zambian cities and one in Congo as well. And so we're just really thankful um, for what God is doing. That's great, Michael. Thank you for sharing. And particularly, I, you know, you said many great things, but, you know, I don't think we mean this as a cliche, but that it does bring people more peace because they see God as being bigger than what it is that they're going through. And mm -hmm. obviously that, that settles that settles people's uh, hearts, minds, spirits, um, that God is bigger than, than uh, what they're having to walk through. So, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Cedric, let's, um, let's uh, hear from you next. And it looks like it's uh, chilly there. You just put on your, your, um, <laughs> your hat. So, <laughs> so Cedric's, um, for our listeners and viewers, Cedric is in South Africa, and um, many of uh, you know many folks like Hanson and and Michael too, and Augustine and Joshua, who we'll hear from in a minute. They, you know, Cedric's been here a lot through the years. So, so Cedric, share with us, um, you know, what the Knowing God lessons have meant to you, and I, and like, you know, and you've actually uh, translated them, um, as I know of some of the other of you. Um, but but you've had a daunting task of translating the lessons. So yeah, share share with us what they've they've meant to you. Um, for um, we had a student ministry uh, ministry on the campus close to our house um, for almost fifteen years. We were doing work among we were working among students who came from all over the southern part of Africa to, to study here. We, had a, we have a campus that specialized in um, forestry and agricultural sciences. But I started teaching knowing God with them. And what I did was I, um, I put it in, um, in, a, in a format that I gave them lessons, written lessons, made up with, um, uh, with, with uh, uh, using uh, clip art and things like that, um, visuals, as I would teach it, and I taught it. One, I taught it three times a week. I would teach it on a Wednesday, and then I'll teach it again on a Friday evening. And then I would preach about the topic on the Sunday uh, Sunday evening. So it was three times, 
And so when the students left, even though we didn't finish the whole program, when they when they left, they like they had their lessons in um, in a pop pile. So one of the guys came to me and he said he was home and a certain pastor came there and was looking at the flip pile and he was he was saying, where do you get this from? And he said, well, you know, the campus pastor gave it to us. And his response was, these things are only for pastors. It's not for, for the normal person. And I was shocked that uh, they have developed this thinking that certain things should only be, uh, only be is only reserved for, for, for the pastors. And the guy was saying, no, 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 this pastor teaches to us as it is. And so we, um, we, we've been doing that for 15 years as part of our discipleship of students. Because we find either when they get saved under our ministry, when they got saved under our ministry, or when they came from churches, they, have, they had a very, very poor background in, um, in, in Bible study. Their, their, their view of God was very, very distorted. And oftentimes it was mixed with the with their view of the ancestors. Some of them were genuine Christians. They were just very confused. And so we spent a lot of time when we taught it, um, uh, when we taught it uh, systematically or chronologically, we found that it provided them with a lot of clarity. Now, even long, we have left that ministry now for three years and we still hear from those students. Um, and, and I think that gave them a strong foundation as discipleship material. Um, when when we Michael and I and Nandu we started moving started the minister the ministry opened up for us in the DRC uh, we started introducing um, knowing God there and Michael got me down as a curriculum representative for some reason when I go there to Zambia and um, and when I introduced the material I I, I remember what what um, Tim, like Manigal used to tell us all the time, is that uh, you cannot trust a God you don't know. And yeah. because these, yeah, because the students, because even pastors, um, they do not really know God. And so the, the, the level of trusting God was always um, uh, very shallow. Um, when I introduced the material, I would use um, Daniel 11, verse 32, the people who know their God, Shall be strong and do and do exploits, and the only way we get to know the God, know our God, is through the Scripture, through the study of God's Word, mm-hmm. and so the, the creation to Christ, um, creation to Christ, and then of course the knowing God material. For me, as I was translating it from the uh, from the English into the Afrikaans, um, I did it personally. I didn't delegate it to other people. And I found that it gave me a more uh, comprehensive and a more uh, cohesive picture of God and God's program. Mm. Um, that historically mm. and chronologically, we were very confused. And from my experience with the students is, when I had the student ministry, is that um, everything was uh, almost like a patchwork. Um, they would get a, a message, they would get a message on Sunday about this and about that and about that. And as a result, many of them had a, a view of God that was very distorted. Um, I had one young girl came to me after one Wednesday night meeting and she was asking me some questions. And, and when I was done, she said, you know, um, these pastors want to keep us afraid. 
because mm -hmm. when we are afraid, we, won't, we think that if we don't go to church, we're going to, we're going to go to hell if we don't attend service and we die that same evening. Mm -hmm. But as they understood this, this knowing God thing and the, 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 the cohesive and chronological unfolding of God's character, they understood that uh, that is not because you had nothing to do with your salvation, you cannot lose it. He said, when mm. you place your faith in Jesus Christ, it's not because of the works that you have done, it's because God took the initiative. And she said, mm. I went to bed every night just being very, very afraid that if I wake up uh, the next morning, I'll be, I'll be dead and then I'll be in hell. I said, no, that, if you, no, it doesn't work that way. And so what, what that I've done as I studied and as I explained to them is that at least we get a cohesive picture of who God is. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that it helped me is that we, as we worked from Genesis and we went right up to the Gospels, we find that God's character is very multifaceted. Um, that it's, it's not, we, the picture that we have of God is that he's this angry um, master who wants to discipline us whenever we step over the line. But when you, when you understand from Genesis upwards, God always took the initiative. God's grace was always forthcoming, and um, and his character is 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 endless and is multifaceted. Um, mm. The um, and by doing that, we were able to connect the dots. Um, many of the pastors, Michael and I work with, and they would get their sermons over the internet, and it would be something that is mm. totally disconnected from something else, but. When we study the Word of God chronologically, you get a, a picture of God that is that is absolutely magnificent. Uh, yeah. For me, when I was translating my way through the scriptures, I found it was like a puzzle piece. That um, whenever you finish one lesson, you get one piece of the puzzle, and the next piece of the puzzle. So at the end of the program, end of the study, you you get a pretty comprehensive picture of of God as you put the puzzle pieces together. Um, mm -hmm. Instead of this distorted view that we have of, of God, because we study, because we have done it uh, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit everywhere, but then we have this very convoluted picture of who God is. The, um, the, the picture that I got when I was studying is that God took the initiative always. Mm -hmm. um, when Adam and Eve sinned, God went to seek them out. When um, their son, um, sin after killing after he killed Abel, um, God sought him out. Um, mm -hmm. God was always taking the initiative, and that's why yeah. in John chapter ten, I mean in Mark chapter ten, verse 40, forty-five, it says, "The Son of Man came not to be served, but to seek and save that which is lost." Mm -hmm. And we always, uh, one of the students said to me, one, and I was explaining to them, he said, "You guys need to understand that we are serving a sin." A sinner-seeking savior, three S's. A sinner-seeking savior, and that that echoed with them all the time. Is it? Remember, he's a sinner-seeking savior. Adam, where are you? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pain, what have you done? Uh, and so on. And then, of course, Mark chapter ten, verse forty-five. He came to seek and save that which is lost. And um, and uh, it was just for me. Just me was a growing experience. Uh, hmm. There was a man. In the previous two centuries ago, around about 1890, his name was Francis Thompson. He wrote a, a poem called The Hound Dog of Heaven, or The Hound of Heaven. 
And in the it is a long poem. I think they, they might probably use it in in in, uh, in homeschooling for Christian kids. He explained. He he, he, he describes God as a as hounding him, as seeking him, mm -hmm. and how he ran from uh, through the days. He says through the he fled from him days and nights, and how God followed him um, even through the. Through the, through, through, the, through the empty tomb, uh, up on the Ilko Calvary, through the empty tomb until God found him. And, and that's a picture we got from God when we're talking about knowing God. We get to get the idea of God that he's ultimately a, sin, a sinner-seeking Savior. Uh, and we, wow. yeah. and, and I think that's a picture I got. Yeah, that for me is a blessing. Awesome. That's great. Thank you, Cedric. He said, um, and I, met, I made a note here that, you know, this, the distorted view of God um, was, was brought to clarity. And I think that we, we see the same thing here um, in the States that, you know, many, many, many people have a warped view of God. Um, just don't, don't, don't fully understand God. They don't know his ways. Um, and so we, we see a very similar thing here where, people who have a work view of God, growing in the knowledge of God, um, clarifies that and gives them, gives them, you know, a, a clear biblical view of God and who he is. So, um, yeah, bringing clarity to that distorted view of God. Yeah, that, that's great. Yeah, thank you, Cedric. I appreciate that. Yeah. 